All right. Uh, you're up. First topic. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> We're in. We're jumping in. Uh, jumping right on in. Like a... Uh, old. This is like old a frog, school. Like a frog on a lily pad. Old, old school episodes. Jump right in. Um, so what's your first topic? Uh, opening day baseball. The pageantry? No, I'm th- <laughs> I want to talk about baseball. I want to talk about the crack of the bat. Ooh. And, and, uh, the crack of the peanut. And and like searching speaking the of, crack of the hey, jack. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of peanuts, what, you know what I like at the, at the old ball game? What's is, that? Is getting my grubby little hands down there in my cracker jack pack and searching for getting my hands on that sweet sweet prize. Ooh, I hate caramelized popcorn. I always have. Oh, I dumped the whole. I I don't even now. I've started. I used to like it when I was like three. I've given it up since then. You know, because like. I mean, I only buy the food coloring in it. The prize, <laughs> the prize is great at all. So I just, I just dump like the whole uh, thing. Like, I just go for like, who cares? Like the prize, I'm not eating the prize. I'll just dump it all on the ground. The prize is. I'm great only in it for the prize. I just eat it so I look like an old school baseball fan. So people will look at me and be like, "Wow, like this kid really appreciates the game." That and I get my rocks off to the little sailor. That's on on there. Pop, I think that's Popeye. That's Popeye the Sailor Man they throw on there. Uh, so yeah, opening day. You got anything else on the opening day? The smell of the pine tar. Ooh, get a little head rush of that pine tar. I like sniffing it. You know, it gives you a nice buzz. I, a lot of guys yeah. mostly just do it to get high in the off season. So yeah. Don't set off any alarms with the drug test. Exactly. Exactly. And, like, when they catch people with, like, pitchers with pine dar on their hands, everyone's always, like, always trying to get, like, extra grip on the boat. Nope, that's just an addict. It's sad. Yeah. It's, it's a sad story out it's there. It's sad because you see a lot of these, I don't know if you know, but, like, pot's legal nowadays. Yeah. So a lot of these pine tars, like, where do you think a lot of pine trees are grown? North, Northwestern uh, United States. Continental. Continental United States. Right, right. You know, I'm not talking Hawaii. Technically, the yeah, most Northwest, western, yeah. northern part would have been Hawaii, but I'm not going to I'm not going to get into the whole continental United States argument. Again, right. Again, not again. Not, anyway. not this time. We're talking mainland. Um, well, that's where all the pine... Hey, and guess what? These these marijuana crops they're started they're they've become uh, they're literally starting to crop up <laughs> yeah no they're cropping up everywhere but <laughs> what do you call it when they're like rat like these like the vines just grow like uh, f- like f- like furiously around you know what I'm talking about they're, they're it's like on a trellis like it's just like <laughs> like yeah, they just grow yeah. like that's kind of like what marijuana plants. Are yeah. like in this area, so like they've gotten mixed up with the wrong crowd. Some of the pine dealers. I mean, yeah. And that, next thing you know, you, you got a concentration problem. Yeah, but I mean, like, don't don't sell pure pine short. I mean, that thing gives you one cool buzz. Oh, I'm not selling short, but I'm saying with the modern technology, yeah. these guys are no, not, it's not I mean, just it's pure no pine joke anymore. anymore. Yeah, I wish it was. I mean, those were the days. Yeah. Now you just it's. Frankly, it's sad. Yeah, it's sad. <laughs> when you see a pitcher up there on the mound using... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's sad. It's just pure laziness. Yeah. 
So, speaking of opening day, what's your favorite pitch? <laughs> oh, we're doing. Let's do uh, favorite pitches. Let's do top three pitches. All right. All right. Number one pitch for me. It's not even close. Yeah. It's like when you have a righty-lefty matchup. Or no, sorry, sorry. A, a same-handedness, so a righty-righty matchup yeah. or a lefty-lefty matchup. Yeah. That's a that's a two-seam fastball running up right by their chin. Ooh. Give them a taste of it. A little music. Give, give yeah. them a taste of that. Just No, but just don't be afraid to just run it up there, yeah. you know? Like, let that let that thing rotate and sure. spin up into these guys' chins. Sure, sure. That's like a, definitely a go-to... Uh, you know, scare pitch. Yep. And a go-to damage pitch, too, mm-hmm. if you're feeling malicious. Sure, sure. Uh, number two, it's obviously Ephus pitch. I was going to say that was my <laughs> number one. But, yeah, of course. I <laughs> mean, I can't pitch. be mad because it's so obvious. <laughs> and I'm talking, like, not any of these, like, bitch-ass Ephus pitches that you see in the MLB. I'm talking, like, redging down to, like, yeah. 40 30 miles an hour, you know? I mean, like, it doesn't matter how fast it goes. The, and the I'll trick say this, is how, I'll say this, it's not how a, it crosses the strike zone and it just falls, you know? No, it's not a true, exactly. It's not a true EFIS pitch if it, like, it's got to go above at least, head. like, double overhead. Yeah, at least. <laughs> if it's a, it's got to be 20 foot feet in the air. Right. Like, I live in a very luxurious house, and like I have ceilings that could accompany an Ephus pitch. But you you're on the you're in hand, the minority. You yeah. On the other hand, do not. No. If I tried to throw an Ephus pitch in here, there would be damage to the ceiling fans and uh, some of the other like. I, I mean, you're giving me a, you have you're giving me a lot of, you're giving me a lot of credit. If you tried to throw high cheese in my house, you're doing damn like you know anything above the letters, you're doing damage. <laughs> <laughs> to my ceilings and the accoutrement that are on there as well, which is you know no, you wouldn't light, touch lighting ceiling fans. I mean, I crouch. You know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I duck walk around here. I I have to. I'm a little bit taller than you, so I actually have to go prone. You pretty much go prone. But yeah, I'm. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes I'll walk you around wheelbarrow style. If I'm feeling <laughs> bad about the fact yeah, that you're on your knees, going, though. <laughs> yeah, but I feel bad that you have, when you have to go prone because my floors are filthy. They're <laughs> filthy. I mean, and I don't want to soil your beautiful outfit. You're coming over and to pick me up usually to go to your place. So we can hang out in a decent environment. And, like, we can at least work on our EFIS pitch. Yeah, exactly. All right, what's your third favorite pitch? Oh, I forgot. Third favorite pitch uh, is probably just, like, a um, circle change. That's funny you say that because my favorite... Because I don't even know, the like, what other kind of change-ups are there? Are there... It's, like, yeah, either, well, like, you stink or you throw a circle <laughs> change. I like the old-school palm ball change-up. That's what I like. But, I mean, my that's not going to crack my top three. Of course, I'm going Slurve is my favorite. Rever- you can throw Ephus pitch in there. I'm, so, like, I'm sorry. I just have a better one. I mean, yeah. You, you don't have much practice space. Either. Right. It's not, no, I it's mean, not your fault. I'm not, it's not my favorite to throw. I'm talking as a fan. My Slurve isn't all that great either. Um, but, yeah, no, Ephus would be in my top three. But for the sake of entertainment, I'll try to think of two others. Um, Forkball. I'll go fork ball. Ooh, you mean a splitter? <laughs> no, completely yeah. different thing. Yeah, fork ball is a splitter. The release is entirely different. It's the same thing. Um, People, that's old school. Pete Rose told me that. And then Pete a, Rose told me that on the golf course, so you know it's true. Okay, <laughs> and then I'm gonna go three three to eleven curveball. 
for my favorite. Three to eleven. Yeah, a sweeping curve. Yeah. All right. Three Eleven is also one of my favorite bands. Oh, Three Eleven! I gotta pay my respects. And then you know, when you come out of the bullpen, don't you come out to "Amber is the color of my energy." Whoa! And then you like go and stand used- up, stand up, <laughs> and I move, you yeah. move, <laughs> just like that. That would be your, it would be a two part. Yeah. Then, you go amber color energy, then you go yeah. stand up, but, stand but up. But then it goes right when to I the, move, you move. It goes right to the midget hanging from my necklace, necklace and I do a little dance. <laughs> I do a little dance as if my neck is being weighed down. <laughs> it's it's fun. Alright, now let's get a, let's get back to no, I got a follow up question. What was what would your walk up song be? <laughs> if it wasn't already if it was if it wasn't already predetermined by your agent. Uh, most of your shots, as far as I know. <laughs> what would yours be? Mine's obvious. I've been saying this for years. It's um, Sweet Escape by Gwen Stefani. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's kind of go, played out a lot. No one... Dude, I mean, I've never heard it in a live game. I've actually looked it up online. A couple guys have done it. Yeah, I knew it. Because that's just a classic, like... No, but, like, that. I, of course you're going, woo Like, that's... They're all like, woo Akon's all like, woo and, yeah. I'm like, and I'm like pointing. I want to point from left, right, center, and yeah. then like I point like Babe Ruth every time. Like that's that's what I was. If I'm the MLB, like I'm doing the Babe Ruth call my shot every single time. Yeah. It's like kind of like the boy who cried wolf. Yeah, yeah, kind yeah. Of style, right? But but it's also when I do no problems. no. But when I do hit it, yeah. When I do hit a home run, uh, you, you called your gotta, shot. Yeah. yeah. There's a video of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. No, of course. People aren't going to remember how many times I didn't hit a home right. run when I called my shot. People are only going to remember the times I did. Yeah, and people are going to enjoy the footage of you doing it and they're, for years and to they're come. they're going to be smiling ear to ear. Yeah, and that's what makes Saying, baseball wow, great. what a true great that guy that was. That guy was an all-time that great. That guy was a titan among lesser titans. Among lesser titans. All right, um, my walk-up song. <coughs> like, if I was going to have a serious one... Like, if I was sweet, like, if I was a really good player, I'd probably go bombs over Baghdad, because it's just controversial enough, but, like, also just applicable enough where people are going to be like, people are going to sing along, bombs over Baghdad, but people are going to also know, like, I have no regard for current events or anything of that sort. But if I was kind of like a middle of the road, you don't, you don't even own a shifty player. You don't even own a computer. Or I, cell phone. I'd walk up to Ma- you're a pro I'd, I'd walk up to Mambo number five, and I oh. and I just like smile and nod at chicks in the stands and ball girls. Mostly ball. Girls. Mostly those hot hot ball girls. <laughs> Yo, ball girls. I remember we touched on this earlier on lost on a lost files cast. Yeah, <laughs> ball girls. I've actually heard. A lot of the ball girl gigs go to like former uh, field hockey players uh, because they have the right makeup. Let me explain. No, let me explain. I'll tell you why. Yeah, because they're sitting in that chair, haunched over all the time, <laughs> and it's just like it's just natural because right. that's how they're used to walking around because they have hunchback. Like they've grown these hunchbacks from playing field hockey. For Not so just many hunchbacks, years. but haunches. Haunt, and then exactly no, no. Because of their hunchbacks, they're more adept at going up on their haunches. <laughs> So, like, you'll see sometimes ball girls, it's kind of gone out of style recently, but, like, you'll see ball girls up on their haunches, leaned over the chair. Right. And they do a good job. Full uniform. Full uniform. Jacket on. Ponytail. Cute as a button. Cute as a little button. On their haunches. On their (laughs) haunches. 
sitting on their haunches. Uh, these are, yeah, these are well, well, uh, well-oiled women. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know they've been groomed. They've been, you know, you they've know, been training their whole life for this, right? And you, if she can get up on her haunches, you know what that means. Yep. Oh yeah. I don't. Even, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Mambo number five. That's Mambo number five is a, is also a, a sexual position. Yup. I mean, it is. I know it is. Um, favorite baseball movie. Ooh. I mean, I feel like. What are the? Oh, I'm trying to think of a good one. You want me to give mine? Are you going hardball? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be Sandlot. Hold on. What? No, I got one. I got one. You can go hardball. I'm going, to, I'm going Mr. 3000. Oh, yeah, sure. Mr. 3000. I should know more because I like, just rewatched it. <coughs> R.I.P. Bernie but, Mac. No, but I like the part. Yeah, R.I.P. Bernie Mac. No big deal. You know we've talked 3000 on the cast before. Of course, but 3000 is like an all-time baseball movie. Yeah. Um, I like the part. He's got that fucking little... Uh, He's got that little Italian like lapdog servant of his. <laughs> he makes do anything. The catcher. That guy is that guy Spanish? Nah, he's Italian. <laughs> he calls him Boca. Yeah, because he always wears sweatsuits. He's always clowning on him. <laughs> and then he, uh, what else does he do in that? Oh no, what I also like. You know what I also didn't get about that movie was like, who cares? Just change all your stores to two ninety. Like go nine nine or nine nine seven. Like who cares? Yeah, just rep it. I mean, um, that would be kind of swag. So it turns out at the end, he doesn't get the uh, three thousand, three thousand, and, and he does. Does, does, does he dissolve? Does he no, dissolve no, his he franchises? Doesn't, he doesn't. He changes it to two nine nine nine, which is actually admittedly better. Yeah. than the. I mean, just so people know what we're talking about, if you haven't seen the movie, his re- whole reason he goes back to the league is because he's got a restaurant chain called Mr. 3000 and he's in for a no, not just a restaurant drink an entire strip mall he's got everything he's got a laundromat he's, he's, he's got a he's got a bowling alley yeah, yeah. he's got an apparel shop he's basically he's got, got a, a township he's got he's basically got his own municipality <laughs> thing he's got under he, a false moniker yeah it's LLC it's it's very under the table I mean alright so and he doesn't want the IRS to start snooping around again I mean you gotta love hardball cause it's about a degenerate gambling Keanu Reeves um, One of the most handsome Asian men of all time. Very handsome for an Oriental. Uh, I think Hawaiian, I, f- I forget. He's but um, he might be, hey, disclaimer on that: he might be Hawaiian. I like the part where he's like, he's trying to discuss one of his debts. And the guy's like, he's like, I can't help you. And he goes, so does that mean some jack-off Goomba is going to come here and try to break my thumbs? That part's awesome, you know? I like when people say Goomba. Yeah, I like when people say break my thumbs, too. It's like, that should be, like, the last thing you're wearing. Breaking someone's thumbs is kind of a... It's an old-school gangster. It's like a gangster move. No, that's not what I wanted. I want chew. There you go. There's your chew. Uh, I mean, that part, I also like the part where a gun goes off and all the kids are like, Glock, 9 millimeter. Who's, all right, cut to the chase. Who's the who's the little uh, G baby? G baby. He he passes away, from what I understand. Yeah, he gets gunned down tragically by a shotgun. Wasn't it tragic? Wasn't it in tragic fashion? Yeah, yeah, it was tragic. 
I'd say it qualifies. What happened to Keanu after that? What did he do? He learned a lesson about life and gambling. He changed his gambling ways. He stopped gambling. Because well, he made G-Baby one final died. bet. He made one final. <laughs> on G Baby's behalf, he's like he was probably. That, I love gambling movies. They, did, I mean, I I know you. Wait, didn't. did G Baby give him like a maybe a tip on the deathbed, something like that? Yeah, maybe he had a little. Maybe From that's why. He, maybe that's why From he got on the hey, grave. Hey, I think I might figure. Maybe that's why. He got killed in the first place. He maybe had some inside information, the, and they didn't you know, want to leak the him mafia. Out, but it was too the late. Mafia, some yeah. goombas had some in, new found out he had the inside information. <laughs> they, they, they got they next, next thing you know, there's a there's a hit on his head. Yeah, no, um, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Fuck so like, man. I'm not really that sad about G Baby's demise because he's he kind of had stool a pigeon. He kind of had a kind of like a stool pigeon. Yeah. No, I mean, I was just gonna say I love gambling movies. I I know you hate the gambler, and on second watch, I kind of hated it too. But uh, it does have this as well, and I love this because it teaches everyone a great lesson. It teaches all the general gamblers great lessons. Is when in a gambling movie, the person like. Gets his happy ending, but only after making one final like crazy bet, and then he finally wins a bet, and then he's out. But it's like, it's still like, oh, like there's only one way out of this now. Like I can't make it. I can't get out of this. Honestly, I have to just put it all on one bet because it just te- teaches everyone a good le- lesson that if you're in a big gambling hole. There's only one way out. There's one way out. More gambling. And that's more gambling. And then, hey, if you break even, you can, you can then you can put it all behind you. But why would you want it? You're on a heater. Hey, think about it this way. You're on a fucking heater. Hey, hey, th- hey th- think about it this way. If it's a, if it's a, if the odds are four to one to win, you only have to win one in every five times for that bet to be profitable. That's it. Just think about it that way. If you think about it that way, you're stupid not to do it. If you bet, like, if you bet red on the roulette wheel... You know, it to be right half the time for it to be profitable. So, you know? Yeah, exactly. Half the time. That's you can't it. can't be right really half be, the time. What are you, stupid? What are you, stupid? You can't pick red or black correctly just half the time? Just, you only have to do it every time. Just so, half the time. And you're, right. pro- and you're, and you're break even. You're profitable. Yeah. <laughs> God forbid green comes up. But, uh... Always bet on green, too. Yeah. Your Hedge your bets. Yeah. Bet on everything. <laughs> Bet the whole wheel. Um, all right, so we covered that. We covered our favorite baseball movie. You, you want to move on to a new topic, or do you have anything else baseball related? Um, what other baseball crap can we do? Well, obviously, cut here for a little bit. How much time have we allotted to baseball? I mean, I just think if we start getting... All right, let's talk rule changes in the in the uh, MLB. All right, well, what do you got? Um, first one, they put it in last year. I Probably the worst rule change of all time is they got rid of the neighborhood play. Oh, yeah? Familiar? For those of you that, you, that don't know what the neighborhood play was, mm-hmm. once was... Is the when you're like turning a double play? Back in the day, you didn't have to even touch the bat. Oh yeah, yeah. You just yeah. You, you just had to kind of dance Cover around over it. it. Yeah, kind of dance around it a little bit. Which I thought, I mean, because it's like neighborhood play. It's old school, right? And the name of it's just badass. Like, right. it just sounds it, like it reminds you that baseball's a child's game. It takes you back to the streets in the Dominican Republic. Stick ball. When in, you're playing the city streets. when you're playing with a dead rat <laughs> as as the ball, 
but it's all but you burn it over a steak first so it's hardened and into a, and into malleable <laughs> and malleable and malleable then you can bend it into a nice ball a nice spherical nice shape. carcass nice carcass ball carco um might have to cut that might have to cut that out what carco <laughs> no the whole segment um the other rule change no more intentional walks they don't have to throw the pitches they just say, yeah. they just wave them on down <coughs> Yeah, I mean, um, why do you why do you have a problem with that, or do you have a problem with that? Um, I think they should got should have gotten rid of instead of getting rid of intentional walks, they should have got rid of unintentional walks. Just take walks out of the game entirely. Just take walks out of the game, unless of course it's intentional, unless it's a strategic thing. Exactly. Yeah, you could walk it up. You walk it out as much as you want, as long as it's <laughs> intentional. Yeah. But what say you about people people not attacking the zone to extend the game, which they're trying to do the opposite of? Well, this is also what I would take out. I would take out strikeouts. <laughs> extend the game. Pace Yo. the play. I want, people want shorter baseball games. I, I want, want longer, longer baseball yeah, games. I'm with you there. I want 36, 72-hour <laughs> games. Like they used to have in Pawtucket back in the day. Yeah. But, I mean, if you take strikeouts out, you're really taking a lot of the excitement out of the pitching process. And they have to pitch with their offhand. Make it a little Lefty. more exciting. That is more exciting. Or Ephus Pitchell. Or BTB. Or BTB for two, for... For the legends. No, because you don't get strikes. You just get, like, star... Like, you and like you get, like, little stars on the back of your jersey. And you get balls back. <laughs> and, you, and you get the ball back. You get balls back when you go BTB. Uh, so it's basically a ground ball pitcher's game. That's what it is. Derek Lowe invented it'll, it. It'll it'll it'll, it'll, it'll eradicate some of the the phenomenal pitching in the league. It'll give guys like us a chance to give get guys like us a shot to get up there. Walk up to bombs over Baghdad. Walk up to woohoo, yeehoo, weehoo, weehoo, Acon edition. Ooh. Nobody wants to see us together. That's what you're talking about, Acon. That's Acon, right? Yeah. Dangerous. So I'll just introduce the topic. There you go. So yeah, let's talk uh United Airways and the uh the bit of the uh, the unpleasantness that occurred over there on the on the flight there. Um so an Asian fella Asian uh, doctor. M D. He was an M D. Learned doctor. Do we know it? I think he was an, he was an orthopedist, which is the scum of all doctors, <laughs> as we know, bone doctors. Yeah, they're always <coughs> they're pill pushers. <coughs> they're mostly pill pushers, and they're and they're trying to uh, siphon a lot of the marrow out of their patients. Right. I mean, for, they, just for their own delicacy. It's their best interest. Human, yeah. Bone marrow goes very is very it's spendy. succulent. It's very it's and succulent. very spendy nowadays. Oh yeah. <coughs> um, um. So the, for those of you who didn't see the clip. Uh, this Asian fellow, they did a uh, a lottery to who they overbooked the plane, and they did yeah. a lottery of, of who had. There was one person that had to leave. He Two refused. People. He refused uh, to leave on his own accord. Yeah, and the uh, aviation police got in there and roughed him up a little yep. bit. Dragged him over the. What I don't understand is like, yo, if you're gonna drag him out like that, why don't you flip the armrest up? You know, don't drag him <laughs> over the armrest. That's where the da- that's where the damage was done. <laughs> So and then I'm going to go the full rundown. He gets dragged out of the plane. Yep. And uh, he gets battered. And he bruised. gets battered up. He gets real battered up. 
uh, turns out he's also got a little. He's got a history of uh, gay prostitution, soliciting gay prostitution, uh, no, in in the form of a no cash barter, right? Where he traded, I what I assume is pharmaceuticals, yeah, which he procured from you know his his, his own his, hand from his Literally medical his own hand. Yeah, yeah, he just probably wrote himself a little right. script and was like, hey, I'll trade this for some uh, a uh, sexual favors, sexual favor. That's, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, and also, then, oh, well, no. And then the last part is, like, he, after it, he was, like, filming people. He was like, just kill me. Just kill me. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. my God. He was, like, all traumatic about it. Right. right. What's your what's your, uh, what's your thoughts? I mean, um, talk about Sky Mall, you know? <laughs> Sky Mall. <laughs> that was a Sky Mall. Sky Mauling for the ages. I mean, the guy is a scumbag. He's He's doing, you know... Gay for pay, but then instead of just paying with good old fashioned greenbacks, no, don't get me wrong, I got no problem with gay, gay for pay. But when you're paying, when you're paying in the form of highly addictive narcotics, uh, I can't, I can't stand behind. Yeah, but that. can you blame him? He's basically probably getting them for pennies on the dollar. Oh, he's swimming in narcotics. He, I, I, I want to understand he had a little problem with them himself. But I mean, just the way he was whining, just kill me, just kill me. It's Stop like being so dramatic. I wanted to punch him in the face. You know, it's definitely he was definitely a junkie, not getting, not being able to get wait, home so for that, his fix. Wait, so you're not on this guy's side? No, oh no, right, no, no, no. Because no. I'm not on this guy's side either. Okay? I don't like. I mean, I'll it, tell you my theory. Okay, can I step in? Go for it. I st- I thought. I mean, I thought it was pretty evident what was going on. The aviation police, they're like, all right, like, they took notice, they're like, all right, this guy has to go, it's tough luck, but, like, he probably could, would, would just walk out of here, but, what year is it? 27. No, I'm talking about Chinese New Year. Oh. It's the year of the dragon. Ooh. They thought, hey, let's drag this guy out of here, ah. give him a little festive, we'll give him a little ode to the year of the dragon, yeah. you know? <laughs> and it was, it was supposed to be a, uh, like a, um... An honoring right gesture, but it. I I'll tell you what. It, it didn't come off that way. No, but I see, think, I couldn't disagree more. I think they're just misunderstood. No, no. See, I think you're. I think you've hit it completely on the head in the whole "Enter the Dragon, Year of the Dragon" uh, mumbo jumbo bullshit. And I don't get me wrong. I think these guys, these um, ruffians, these <laughs> these aviation ruffians. We're fully cognizant of it being the year of the dragon, but I think rather than honoring him, they were like, "We'll give this guy a dragon. Oh, I we'll see. give this guy a dragon." I see. And plus, the guy hate crime. The guy's right? probably trying to get home to chase the dragon, quote unquote, <laughs> as it were. That's why he's just saying, "Just kill me." He's a junkie. He needs his fix. Just kill me. If I can't get home to my drugs, just kill me. And then, little did he know, later he'd be put in the hospital. Now, now he's singing a very different hey. tune. Now he's like, "I'm soon." I'm suing because right, he got I'll his a, fix. Right, I'll put it this way: me and you, we stand united. Yeah, exactly. We stand, stand united. I'm. I stand with United. Exactly. With my friend. With my. Friend. I stand united. Uh, so yeah, fuck that guy. No, I mean, yeah, I'll like sure, it's so, like if I got bumped on. off a plane, I'd be pissed. But if they were gonna offer, like, if they were offering me eight hundo cash and a free night's day like i'm not gonna cry i'm not gonna i'm not gonna to try to choose death over this scenario no so this is also a question do you think he still got the voucher 
not after the show he put on. I think they were probably. I mean, obviously going to take legal discourse. I mean, you almost. Had, I I I think that they were still get the two people who got bumped still did get the little severance package, but almost kind of a baller move on United to be like, okay, like we're offering this. Does anybody want to take it? Nope. All right. Well, now two of you are fucked. Yeah, but <laughs> no, no. But my guess is like. They went up to like five hundred bucks voucher. It's like where it's like, yo, just take someone, just take that, bro. Oh no, they went up to eight hundred dollars. Really? That's fat. Yeah, eight hundred dollars a ticket on the next flight and accommodation. Why? Why and nobody he... stepped up and took it. That's a very curious thing. People, because they rarely will go over like. I four, think I four smell or fake news. I think I smell some type of a ruse. Some know. type of yeah. You know, I they mean, really did offer eight hundred. Oh, no, I, one of my theories that United was behind all this, and yes, they've lost a lot of money in the stock market, but all press is good press, and I think maybe they're doing a little bit of an opposite of a pump and dump featured in Wolf of Wall Street. I think they're doing a, a kill and thrill where they're purposefully killing their stock. Now they're going to buy it up by the... <laughs> now they're going to oh. buy it up. And now they the got stock repurchase. Now you watch, they got something up their sleeve, like... Uh, don't be surprised when you hear, you know, because it's undervalued. Two, two weeks sudden, from now, two weeks from now, United United solves the refuge crisis. They. Uh, so you're saying he's got a, the United CEO's got an ace up his sleeve. Yeah, exactly. So he's doing this to get the stock down. Oh. He's buying it up. He's having all of his rich, powerful friends buy it up. And then don't all be cronies. And then don't be surprised when you hear, you know, uh, you know, you get a there like a a. a, a Hero on the Hudson esque heroic scenario from these guys hey, by United. Hero on the Hudson, but hey, I'm glad we could live in a world where it could be heroin on the Hudson. <laughs> oh, I, I had no idea what you meant. That's how little the term heroin is used to describe female heroes, where I'm like, what's this guy talking about? <laughs> The world's deadliest drug on a body of water. uh, No, 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 but it could have, with that Asian guy in the plane, it could have very turned out as as a hero and heroin. Yeah, well, it would probably have been oxycodone, which we all know is just prescription heroin. Synthetic. Prescription. (laughs) Yeah, it's the same thing, but your doctor writes it. Uh, So, yeah. so yeah, that's that's what I that's what I got for Hudson. What's your what's your next topic? You got anything? Uh yeah, I got something. Gazebos. <laughs> That's my next topic. You want to talk gazebos, eh? What's What's the deal with gazebos? You, you Do you want think them? homeless people like love gazebos or like are, like they think they have them all like spotted out and nah. shit? At least in like Cal- if you live in California, where yeah, maybe like, those must be like prime time homeless people spots. Yeah, gazebo, nice wood, <laughs> nice wood floor. Like what else? I don't like what else are they used for? That's, um, that's pop what, up concerts. That's what, like I don't understand. Pop up. Oh, no, no, that's the only thing. Like, but like, you ever see a you, you see a public gazebo? Like, you're literally like, there's nothing in it. It's like, you're, what am I just gonna go stand in the gazebo for Crip the shade? Is it just for the shade? Uh, what am what I, I just gonna get a brief reprieve? What am from I gonna, the sun? It's kind of thing? like it would kind of be a nice, decent place to like do some ballet or something. You got the yeah. you got the railings. Mm-hmm. That's you a good could, place to practice practice your sea walk. Your sea walk, um, and any number of dancing. dancing. <laughs> you, you could play like a good knee hockey game. Oh, that. it'd be a little rough on the knees. The wood surface. Also, there's a big the hole. wood surface would be. If there was a, if it was a gazebo with a gate on it. Yeah, but there's you, a big. Well, if you hole. if you were gonna play knee hockey, you need like skateboard pads. On your yeah, game. yeah, true. true. Um, all right, let's get into. Uh, 
You want to get into weeklies? Yeah, let's get into the weekly offerings. Are we doing griffs or are we just doing our, our staple? <coughs> um, I'm going to do my We Didn't Start the Fire. So this week I'm doing a fellow by the name of Tuscanini. Ooh, I like the sound of that. I knew you would. Uh, when he's all like, Tuscanini Dacron. <laughs> yeah. Something, I forget the line after that. But. <laughs> so he's a, he's a Dago conductor. Ooh. Um, he's a sharp dresser from what I can see on here. He's one of the most acclaimed musicians in the late 19th century and of the 20th century. <laughs> he spanned two centuries. When you said conductor, I don't know why, but my head automatically went to trade conductor. <laughs> I was like, what did this guy possibly do to I think, the spot? And the I, didn't start the fire started. I think back as a, as a Dago I think, conductor. I think back in the day, maybe, like, it was, like, kind of a dual profession. Yeah. You, like, you handled trains and you also handled the, the orchestra. And if you didn't, you were, you were very hey, it's like It's you. like, it's like you, <laughs> got, you, got a, you got to direct, you got to conduct the, uh, the 8 o'clock philharmonic recital and you gotta you gotta you be gotta ready and, and, and then you gotta you gotta skip over the train station around 10 for the for the for the, get the folks no, home for get the, the folks home for, 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 for the 1005 locomotive upstate <laughs> yeah um so what, what do you got on this he was guy? appointed the first music director of the nbc symphony symphony orchestra from 1937 to 1954 he's a household name nbc I find that hard to believe he was a household name you're always out there to shame the good name of my people I think, but I think this, this guy's guy, a Boy Scout. I looks, think you just yeah, you, this guy you, looks like a Boy Scout on paper. But I, you just stumbled into an a, a talented Italian immigrant who's just a good person. He's a household name. He did a lot of good for the community. People loved him. He could he could really put on a show, and then he could drive your train like nobody's business. So. Uh, uh, sorry, buddy. It looks like you struck out. Oh, you no. you picked him on name only. No, you picked him on name only. Looks like it looks like he just used to perform old Beethoven hits. Kind of like, he basically, <laughs> he's basically like a one man cover man. <laughs> it's like yo, like get Plagiarist. over yourself. He was a conductor, dude. He doesn't even write his own music. Kind of a bitch move. Uh, and just basically relies on Beethoven and the boys. Sure, like just doing their symphonies. Kind of fucking. Beethoven and the boys. Like, whatever, dude. Like, if you're impressed by that, like, I guess that's like. I mean, the guy was a household name. It says this right, right there in both print. That's something I refuse to believe. Um, Check out his family tomb. That's old school Italian going up in the mausoleum. That's where I'll be one day. I'll be up in a mausoleum. He'll probably he does have a dank ass tomb. He'll I'll probably be buried with potatoes. Dude, his tomb is like the size of a good, a well, well mannered gazebo. Yeah, but it's got a lot more going on. It's got. A, I'd way rather hang out in his tomb, have a, oh, yeah. have a couple cocktails, <laughs> kick back, <laughs> re- reminisce, reminisce, play some Beethoven yeah. hits. Um. Yeah. So I thought it would be a little bit better than that, but. This guy's kind of a bitch. You know what? I'm going to do my what men do. He was a maestro, though. Yeah. I mean, obviously. And his first name was Arturo. Arturo. Which is a proud Italian name. Oh, yeah. All right. I'll do my what men do. Here, I'll tell you what. I'll do my what men do. And if you can dig up any dirt on this guy by the time I'm done, I'll let you get another crack at it. All right. Um, This week on what men do. Uh, it's kind of like a what men do grift hybrid. I know I've been doing a lot of those, but it's it's just too good not to feature. So this week on what men do, 
if you're a man and you have a girlfriend, you're you're gonna hate hanging out with her to an extent. I mean, like I know that that might sound kind of like a hard old thing to say, but you're not you're not gonna love spending one on one time with your girlfriend if you're a real man. But what's the best way to get through anything that sucks? Booze on up. Gotta get a nice buzz on you. Now, if your girlfriend's anything like mine have been in the past, if you're just slugging down vodka while you're chilling one-on-one, you're going to get a whole lot of, what, you need to drink to hang out with me? What, you can't you can't hang out with me without getting drunk? And, like, the answer to that question, you know, it's a resounding yes, but you don't want her to know that because you don't want her to be in your ear. You want to enjoy your drunk. So here's what you do. You hide nips throughout your home when you know you're having her over, or you stock them in a jacket whenever you're going over to her place, but it has to be like a crafty jacket. I like to hide mine in my bathroom. I like to host, personally, that way I can get the upper hand, and then I hide them in the bathroom. I'll go off to take a pee, quote-unquote, and I'll rip down four nips. Now, I know what you're thinking. Great plan and all, but what happens when your breath reeks of booze to the high heavens? Well... Here's how you quell that little that little predicament. When she comes over, first thing you do is you you know you pour each of you, you know you got a nice classy cocktail, and you just say, hey, you know, like let's have one drink. She's gonna be fine with that. She's probably gonna want to have her one drink. And you know, you don't even finish yours. You know, you just drink like two thirds of it, and then you just leave it out. So she'll say, hey, like he doesn't even need to finish one drink to have a good time with me. Little does she know, all you're doing is setting a precedent for booze breath. Now you're going around your crib. You're guzzling down these nips at a feverish pace. And she, when she says, hey, what's that on your breath? Oh, you, know, you, you were calling me and you had that one drink, right? Oh, it was just one drink. Sorry, sir, it's just one drink. Sorry, miss, it was just one drink. She can't be mad at you. Now, all of a sudden, you're boozing out. You're having a good time. And you're going to be able to tolerate one-on-one time with your girlfriend a lot better. And you're, you're going to be able to fuck the shit out of her because you're going to be cocked. And that's what men do. All right, were you able to find any dirt? I couldn't find Seems like a pretty dirt. fruitless search. This guy's squeaky clean. <laughs> he checks out. He checks out. But I'll st- I'll keep looking. I'll come back next week. Yeah. Hey, take your time on I'll this. I'll send one. my PI on it. Ooh, you're gonna send your track PI. Down, he'll track down the estate. The he'll tomb f- is the estate now. The guy's dead. The guy's long since dead. I no, I'm talking about the estate of like the his the estate he left the behind. Living heirs. Yeah. Like <laughs> if you can't attack him, you should at least be able to attack some of his ancestors. Of course. They, they Italians can't stay clean for that long. <laughs> no. they, they'll, they'll get back They're going to fold. Trouble. They're gonna I fold. did find out that his father was a tailor. You, you should meet my tailor. You know, you know the thing about but, Italian tailors, right? Their suits are hot. They yeah. get their suits hot. And they have live arms. What is that supposed to be? Good pictures. Uh, <laughs> uh, when I say hot, you know, of course, I'm, I'm talking old school slang for stone. Bo- boosted. Bootleg. You're saying you're saying you boosted. Bo- you boosted them. They, 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 hey, they fell off a truck. <laughs> they fell off the back of a truck. All right, we're only at 42 minutes here, so we're gonna, let's move this thing right along. All right, I got another topic for you. you I got one. Oh no, no, what we should do new 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 segment. Oh, I for, how did we forget about this? This is our newest segment. Yep, it's called High Praise. So on this segment, we we get 
stoned, you know. We, we get, get high. high. We get high as, as... On our own supply. We get as high as the kite runner did. Yep. And... that guy was always messed up. You read, you ever read that book? Dude, yeah, of course. And then so once... The Indian kid dude, was, like, cutting people's, uh, like, their lines to their kites and shit. And then the kid had a joint in his mouth the whole book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they never said it, but, like, it's, like... Yeah, impl- it's, it's very seriously implied. implied. Uh, I mean, yeah. If you if you read any like if you read ahead yeah exactly if you read between the lines yeah if you read it backwards you'd figure it out yeah hey between the lines so anyway nose candy uh another thing he was <laughs> likely abusing throughout the duration of the of the novel uh so anyway we we smoke up until things get all trippy so until we, things get yeah wicked trippy so I'm gonna take a hit you're gonna take a hit and then we have to say something. About Did, things are gonna get trippy once we do we that. Have to, Acknowledge that. that. Acknowledge that, that things are gonna get trippy. Dude, I'm already super foggy right now. Yeah. So this is gonna trip me out. I took like two edibles, <laughs> uh, high THC count. I took two edible arrangement flowers, delicious pineapple. I had the munchies. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I, I had the munchies. I remember that. Uh, Usually you only eat one. Fresh pineapple. But you had the munchies. <laughs> yeah. uh, I took down two. All right, so yeah, smoke out, and then we're and then we're gonna discuss everyone's God. favorite topic: religion, God, God. a Pray. higher power, worship, afterlife. We're gonna talk about worship. Maybe do a little bit of worshiping of our own. Hey, hear that? Hear that? Wait, we're not for wait, authenticity. Wh- where are we? A Dave Matthews concert right now? Where are we? That's what it smells like. What are we at? Uh, Yo, who are we, Cheech and Chong? Yeah. I want to be... Dude, I just blasted off to another planet, All right, dude, man. let me... Yo, dude. get on my level, dude. I apologize to the listeners Seriously, in advance dude? if I get all weird. Uh, dude, you always get so weird. You get <laughs> so antisocial when you smoke. Dude, I like, hate hanging out with you, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it. You heard it here first. I suck when I spoke, so just be ready for that. Dude. Yo, did you bring your uh, you bring your one hitter? Yo, is that yo is that bu- that's that's yo, local glass? Is that per- is that percolated that that piece, dude? It's local yo, glass. Yeah, that's nice glass, dude. Double boned, dude. I'm so glad we're smoking flowers instead of like uh, concentrates. Instead of like shake, shake, dude, love smoking flowers. I like fresh trichomes right off the flowers, well manicured Those flowers. Perks, dude, double perks. All right, dude, let's talk. Uh, uh, what like, we got, uh, dude? Dude, we're so dumb. We almost forgot what we were dude. supposed to be just talking about. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. All right, so uh, let's dude, talk for, about... Yo, do you think God exists, bro? Dude, that's a loaded question. Yo. Uh, um, sometimes, <laughs> like, when I'm in my... Uh, when you're stoned. When I'm in my, the back of my El Camino, yeah. <laughs> like, I'll just look up at the stars and I'll be like, yeah, dude, like, I'm blazed up. I am loving God right now. He looks dope. He has a sick beard. Yo. Like isn't the, isn't he? A, he's probably a chill guy. He likes to crush a couple of beers with me. Maybe blaze down, <laughs> dude. That's the weed talking. <laughs> Yo, when I get stoned, I <laughs> I like to think about this thing where when you die, like you don't go anywhere. Your consciousness just like comes back, and like maybe it's in like a light bulb or like uh, 
or like a an electric razor. <laughs> and like your consciousness just like is this endless energy and then eventually like maybe you like pop, a hummingbird you pop back into a baby but like for a while like you're going into stuff like uh maybe like a push lawnmower Ooh, old oh, school like yeah not electric one right like with one, one of those big bags that catch all the ground no not even just one of the open the ones spits that, it out yeah yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> where I want my consciousness <laughs> to go is in a spit up lawnmower uh, and then, dude, when I get really, really stoned, uh, I usually just fall asleep. Oh. Because I'm smoking the strongest stuff. Dude. All right. Uh, what's your favorite thing to smoke out of? I'll t- yeah, I'll tell you mine. All right. Uh, I'm going to... My favorite thing to smoke out of? Yeah. Uh, uh, dude, I'm really trying to save my lungs recently, so I do a lot of... Um, I do a lot of light bulb vapes. I like, you know, I can't afford a real vape, but this is just as good if you've never heard of this. You get a light bulb, you wash all that crud out of it with a little rubbing alcohol. You put a little bottle cap and straw, and you you light it like a crack pipe under. Not that I know anything about crack pipe. I've seen it on on Chappelle's show. Uh, (laughs) And so then you you light that. I mean, dude, speaking of Chappelle's show, talk about something I love to watch when I'm blitzed. So yeah, yeah, that and Trailer Park Boys. So I like yo, Ricky's the best, dude. <laughs> dude, he like he's always like smokes, bro, smokes. Yo, buddy, let's go. He's always talking like, where is where is my Jacob. smokes about? He's always yeah, saying yeah, stuff yeah. like that. He's like, oh, like yeah, yeah. Sorry, mate. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, so yeah, basically, because I'm trying to save my lungs, so that's why I I've crafted a. A sweet, sweet arsenal of these light bulb pieces. Um, you should hit, hit it sometime. But uh, what's you, what's your favorite thing? I'm to smoke kind of out? a you know when it comes to blazing, I'm always a hit it and quit it type. Never smoke sure. the same piece twice. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. So in saying so, obviously my fucking uh, favorite thing to smoke out of is an apple. Dude. Gotta be, gotta be. Um, so like obviously you just take like an apple core thing, you fucking pop, or just a pen, just ballpoint pen. Sure. Maybe a fa- you could use a fountain if you like. Don't give a fuck. Uniball. If you just don't give a f. Yeah. About f, about the f the about world. The, the wear and tear on your on your beautiful fountain. Yeah. Uh, but you just pop that right in there. You pop it right down the center. You pop it in the side. I know how to make it. And up. you're blazing up. You're blazing up. You're having a good time. Yeah. You're getting like, high to the bejesus. You, it gets me higher more than anything. Like honestly, like because the best part is like when you're done. You just get to take a bite out of the apple, and then you get blitzed, yeah, dude. Word. You, yo, like you don't even know, like yeah, like yo, like you think you're high, dude? I I ate the apple. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you think you're stoned, dude? I down this. I mean, it, people don't get how like people will be like, oh, gross. It's like, dude, I ate the apple, dude. dude you know that thing that's like that we've been I'm smoking like, through for hours? Yeah. It's the ultimate and, edible. It's and, the like, ultimate you edible. You don't know science if you don't know, like, apple plus weed get equals yeah. super weed, dude. Bro. You don't know science. Guy. You don't know Gondra. Totally. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so, like, you didn't even say anything about the, uh, that. the praise part, dude. I did. I talked about the consciousness. <coughs> oh, Yeah. I was just so like, dude. Of so, course you forgot, my, dude. My head dude was, I'm shocked. I could re- recall that. 
Dude, you're making me get you. I'm making you geek. You're dude. giving me. <laughs> you're, you're, dude, you're also making me. Che- I'm cheesing right now. Oh, dude. dude. <laughs> Dude, I'm so totally cheesy. Dude. Dude, this indigo has me cheesing. Dude. You know what I like to do, too, uh, when I get I super- like to buy up an ounce of mids. <laughs> and then I like to, to roll it all into blunts. You know what I like to do? I like to buy up a zip of mids. And I roll it all I roll it all up into L's, dude. dude you know and what I even- spark all those L's? And then, like, one by one, biggie style. And the thing about mids, people that love to hate on mids... But, dude, they spray shit in it. It's always sprayed with shit, and it makes you, like, trip and yeah. sick. <laughs> it's, it's almost like you're robo trip. Yeah. It's, bro, have you ever even been to California? <laughs> yeah, we, we live there, asshat. Yeah. Just, but have you been to California? Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, people have been to California, but, like, have I'm you sure been to walked, California? I'm sure you've walked on the Dude, soil, have you, but have you ever I'm been, sure you've walked Hollywood Boulevard before, but, like, have you been inside of a dispensary where, like, there's just flowers and, and concentrates <laughs> just all over and, the place? And shatter. Dude, dude, you know, no, no, dude, you know what always sucks? Like when you're like when you're out of shadow, when you don't get bees, uh, like, like you're beasting down on a blunt with your boys, like going on an L cruise ride, yeah, and like you're just like whatever, like I'm out of it, but like, and you forget to call bees mm-hmm. after your boy just fucking twisted up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know what, really? You know what I mean? And, and, and like, you're just like, no! Fuck! Fuck! And then, like, that split second where you're like, fuck, someone else calls C's! Now you're down to Now you're like, there's only one other person in the car. What's the. Who cares? Like, I might as well take F's. Dude, you're not getting any flour at that point, so it's like, you might as well just eat. At that point, just eat the joint once it gets to you. It's your best bet. At that point, swallow the pill once it gets to you. It's your only shot. It's your only chance of catching any type of buzz. Dude, you, so, sorry, what were you going to say at that point? What? You took it. You eat the peanut, dude. Oh, uh, is that what you actually going to say? No. Uh, dude, you know what pisses me off? Is when I run out of shatter. Oh, you hate that, dude, because you're always dabbing, like, is, is dabs, dabs aren't shatter. Different thing. Different thing. Uh... I, I see, like, you're you're saying same thing right now, and I don't know if you're souping me or not, because I honestly don't know if it's the same thing. It is the same I thing. I just, I hate the idea of running out of shatter, because, like, having to smoke regular weed after, after you've been living in fucking broke uh, shatter town, like, it's unbearable. It shatters your high. Um... Dude, you know what I wish you could do? It'd be mad efficient. Me and my boys always talk about this, dude. Me and my boys are always musing about this. If you could just snort your keef, it'd be so much more convenient, dude. Dude. I mean, try, and also, dude, dude if you're anything like dude. me, I just love dude. the feeling of snorting. Like, I love putting things up my nose. Dude, that sounds hella lame. Like, honestly, what I... I know you're a dude, smoker, but I'm a bit of a This snorter. is what I... Dude... You know what fucking, like, I wait every year for, dude? It's April 20th, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I save up my keep for the whole year. Yeah, yeah. 
Do you pill press it or do you keep it loose? I keep it loose. Old school. And I just roll it up in a fucking fat, fat blunt, man. <laughs> but you always, when you're rolling up your keef, I know you, you always go blunt rap. Always blueberry, bro. Yeah, blueberry blunt rap. For always the go a blunt burn rap slower. because I don't burn know. slower. Yeah, burn slower. That's why I do it. Just because it burns. Not only that, but like when I'm smoking a game, I'm like, what kind of chemicals are in this? But when I'm smoking one of those gas station blunt wraps, I'm like, this thing's just like clean. It's pure as driven snow. I'm call me Luda because I'm smoking blueberry yum 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 foods. Yummy yummy stadium. You you know that stadium is called Yum Stadium. Yeah yeah. What an idiotic name. What a moronic stadium name. Oh, Yum Stadium. Leave that to ludicrous. Uh, what do you prefer? Ooh, Amir Johnson for three. What, do you, what if you have to choose between oops and woo bangers? What do you go? What what what's what's your poison? I'm going both. Oops, juice. <laughs> I smoke oops. So people that don't know, aka noobs. A.K.A. Uh, squares. Squares. A.K.A. Straight Edge Weirdos. Yeah. Uh, A.K.A. A.K.A. People nerd. I'm not trying to call more offensive yeah, A.K.A. Name. Like you're not chill. Yeah. Uh, what was the question? Woobops uh, or Woobangers. So a Woobanger, for those of those that don't know, um, a Woobanger is a blunt or an L. Uh, with cocaine laced in it. Mm. Maybe a little dust of your fucking BA. Yeah. Um, you talking angel dust? <laughs> yeah, angel dust. No or are you just talking to sl- the, the, the slang dust is badass? Wait, is it coke? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was talking about it. PCP. Oh. Um, and a oop is a double blunt. You roll two blunt things, to, two cigars together, and make a double the size right. of it. It's it's two times the size of a, your standard issue plot. It's twice the fun. Um, I'd probably take it oop, dude. I would take it to the face, dude. I would just, yo, know what, one of my favorite things to do back in the day when I had MySpace is like, I would... <laughs> I would go on an L going. I would go on an L cruise. <laughs> yeah. We'd invite one of my boys along. Yup, sure. And I would be like, sorry, bro, you're going straight edge for the night. I'm going I roll up an op, but I'm taking it to the face. I'm facing blunt. Yeah. Like and I would I would have my friend with his cell phone because back in the day like you couldn't like they didn't have smartphones, so like you couldn't like realistically take a picture of yourself driving. Yeah. Smoking your oo <laughs> you, you So can't. I bring a crony along with me. Don't let him get down. Don't let him partake. And I face the entire blunt. And then I could throw it up on MySpace and say, check me out. I'm facing blunts like Cameron. You could... Or, you could, or any you, other... You get numerous more. other gangsters. The, the nice thing about MySpace, too, and uh, come on, current social networks, get with it. You could take that video, blow it up, and make it your background. So when people logged into your, your MySpace... Your whole background <laughs> is you getting down on that oo and then, like, your text like, is, like, overlaid over you, like, be smoking. Like, and then, like, in the little spot where you could, like, put in, like, your little, like, slogan or whatever, your I would be, like, I face blunts, like, would be my thing. That's what I used to do. All right. And well, I used to put it as my AM, like, like instant messenger when I'd be out doing away this. message? When, I, when I'd be out in my Grand Prix, like, on PCH, I would, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would be like texting my friends and stuff. Yup. And I'd be telling them about it. Sure. 
after I'd done the photo shoot. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I would have the wave message on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it would just say, like, out facing OOPs, like, out facing blunts. And then you'd have the video footage to prove it. And my friends would be already be talking about it because I'd be texting them. You'd be creating a buzz. You'd I'd be, be creating cruising a... down the 101, sure. and I would at the same time I would have at this. It was also very prevalent at the time. At the same time, I would have that song by Phantom Planets. It goes, cruising down the 101, California. That was one of our favorites growing up out here. Oh, sure. I mean, it reminds me of home, which is where we are. So we could close it on that. Uh, I uh, I guess final thoughts. Closing, closing arguments. You got anything else, that? What your favorite cannabinoid? My favorite cannabinoid. Yeah. What do you mean? We already went over that. No. THC. T- <laughs> I like CBD. CBD. Because, yeah. Because more narcotic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It gives you a more it's narcotic more, high. It's more numbing, you know? Yeah. Uh, Couch lock. Yeah. Talk about I, what I like to do is take a bunch of a, um, uh, like, take a bunch of CBD, like, hits and stuff. And yeah, then, like, sure. also drink a bunch of vodka and, like, Xanax and stuff. Yep, yep, yep. And then, like, really get down on myself. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just going to say really get down for some sleep. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Really self I know some girls that are into that. Just, I should introduce you guys. Just sit on the couch and like watch like. And curse uh, the world. And then you know what I do is I actually watch the show Girls. Ooh. No, I don't pay attention to it. It's just like. It's just background noise. You're crying. You're sobbing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to get aroused during my state of self. Yeah, sure. Self-pity. Um, I'm going to just go with the classic THC because I don't know any other ones besides THC and CBD. I think there's like a, a few other ones that start with T. I mean, I'll just tell you what I'm looking for in, in my smoke. I'm looking for a nice cerebral high that's going to... Body high. Full body, full body high that's going to really stick with me. Um, you know, I don't want to be too paranoid out there in my travels, but I really want, I want to be feeling as if like, if I'm driving, I want to be like, like, Ooh, like I probably shouldn't be driving. Well, I'll tell you what I like. I like like a really nice head high. Like, sure. So like, I want it to feel like a sinus infection and like like I have a sinus infection and like a concussion at the same time. At the same damn time. So like I'm wonking around. At the same damn time. Yeah. Sure. That's what I like in my weed products. That's why I I use. That's why I enable myself. Yeah. All right. To use. Do you have any any final thoughts? No, I already told you my final thoughts. I mean, that was I was going to get like depressed and down on myself. Yeah, no, no, I know. But that's off my final. Like, do you have a a final notion that you want to raise, or, or should we close it here? Um, hey, definitely call. We'll leave the... Yeah, call in. The number's on... I'm not going to say it, because I don't know. It's on, it's on the thing, though. We'll put it on the, in the description. Call in. Just call in. If you call in, unless you're a complete you'll ass, get a, ass... You'll get a free I, t-shirt. You'll get on. We'll you'll send get you a free t-shirt. And we'll send you a free t-shirt. I'm closing in on a t-shirt deal. No, it's just like any t-shirt. Yeah, I'll send you one on mine. We'll go to Savers, we'll pick out a... Or like Salvation Army, like a nice... We'll sign it. We may or may not launder it. 
Who knows? Uh, did you remember like money laundering for a second? We're gonna have to launder these. T-shirts. We're gonna have to clean these T-shirts, money-wise. I can't have this thing on my statements. All right. Well, that's it for this week. All right. Gotta go, dude. Let's play some more. <laughs>